Yes, sir. Magic City Monday's up in this thing. We live. Corsair Radio, baby. Yes, I did say it's Monday. We here twice a week for y'all. It's your boy, Bruce Corsair. We at the Good News Stew, too. I got Mike the PG with me here. Big Mike, the Pappy. Hines and Three Brown on the Zoom chat with us. So I got the gang with me, man. I'm going to kick it to the PG. Let them know what's up. Hey, what's the deal? It's Courtside Monday. Hey, we are here lit, man. Always lit. Ready to give you the best hoop show in the land, man. I am the one and only Michael, the PG. Magic Johnson of the show, making sure this thing is always smooth, man. Always a fast break, in and with a dunk. And you know whenever I'm on the mic, it's showtime. And, oh, man, I love to do this. But we here, man. My guy Bruce is already killing it with the tracks because, you know, Kelly is active. Yes, bang. It's always a classic. But, man, we here. We got the shooting guard, Mr. Inglewood himself. Unmute that man, Mike, man. What's the deal, Mike? What it do? You know what's good with this Courtside Monday. We back to you live, living color. Mr. Put Your Ankles in the ER is back from Inglewood to the stew. Fresh for you. Let's get it. Yes, sir. So, hey, we ready to get at you live. But we got our guys who calling in. Um, who's been doing it the last few weeks, man. But the grind is real. Yeah. So uh, shout out to that guy, Mr. Larry Bird, the small Ford. What's the deal, Himes? Transylvania. He was at school with vampires, so he lit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Shalom, shalom, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, Courtside Radio. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you hey, guys. Hey. Doing well? Let's go. hey, man, you ready, man? It's, we're getting close. That basketball is almost there. Almost there, baby. About to be lit, but you know, coming straight from Atlanta, the AT alien himself, uh, the stretch four, uh, <laughs> Mr. Downtown, Philip Brown. What's up, Philip? What's going on, boys, man? Good to be back, man. Hey, guess what? The WNBA season started up this weekend, too, though. Oh, yes, sir. Sir. True, true, w- true. Hey, and you doing a great hey. job with the WNBA uh, wobble page. Yeah, trying to get that going. Yeah, Got a that's, couple interviews already. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you dope, go. bro. So, hey, keep it up, man. Hey, WNBA, shout out to those ladies, man. They about to start hooping, and it's going to be a new champion Ooh, this year. It's going to go down. It's going to be lit, man. Basketball is coming, and it seems like everything is A1. You know, we're going to go right to the NBA, and A1 no baby. one has tested for the coronavirus, man, which is great, great news. That's how we start this thing off. Just to say, zero NBA players tested positive for COVID-19 out of 346 who were tested in Orlando since July 13th, man. So, hey, they're doing something right. Hopefully, they can keep it up so we can get this season done so the Lakers can finish with that 17. So, Mm -hmm. Himes can change over to the right team, man. It's coming. He'll, he'll forward, be borderline man. after that. He's not going to choose up. He gonna, no, you yeah. know he's going to be a Celtic for life. You already yeah, know. Yeah, true. But, yeah, he's going to have to choose Lakers because they get in this ring, baby, and they're going to get to make it happen. But something already came to an end when it comes to the NBA season, and that's the awards. I thought uh, they were going to allow the eight games nah. to be played. So if somebody goes like LeBron comes out and averages 60 a game, that, that's not going to matter. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy that the award race is officially over. The NBA awards are going to be decided from the beginning of the season to March 11th, and that's where it stops. So I kind of want us to just start the show off, and we're going to give you the courtside uh, pick, man. We're going to pick our guys, and we're just going to run through our uh, 
our uh, list of award winners and then when we have disagreements just kind of chime in on why you chose who and uh i'll start it off first and then i'll pitch it out to the guys who are calling in from uh, beverly hills area so just to run it down i got mvp Giannis, defensive player of the year ad rookie of the year john Morant, coach of the year billy donovan Sixth man of the year, Dennis Schroeder. And then most improved, I got Bam out of bio. So um, that, that's my list right there for all the awards. Uh, once again, MVP Giannis, AD, Defensive Player of the Year, John Moran, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Biddy Donovan. Sixth man, Dennis Schroeder. And most improved, Bam out of bio. Uh, we're going to start with you, Philip. Uh, what does your li- list look like when it comes to these awards? All right. Let me go ahead and start off by uh, saying the disrespect that you have, man. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. Ah, uh, uh, thank but, you. All right. So before I get into disrespect, I just want to say that I think I know that, that the cutoff start stopped back when the season stopped. So a lot of people kind of don't even remember that season. That's almost like last season. I know it's a continued, but like it's been like what four months now. Nah, facts. So we got to refresh people's mind and let them know that Bron's the MVP, though. Mm, uh, hey, this ain't hating as Michael Day, but bro, I'm I'm, I'm spitting facts. But say your list, man. You got it. I'm just saying, you know, with with the storyline that LeBron has right now, you know they're gonna give it to him, bro. Like, I, like to be honest, I don't think so. Just yeah, the I think fact, hate. just the fact that hate, hate, hate. AD, I really feel the hate. AD coming. team had the best. Uh, I said AD. Giannis team had the best record. He averaged 29, nearly 14 rebounds, 5.8 assists, and. It's not, for me, I feel there's no way you can give LeBron the MVP because Anthony exactly. Davis leads the Laker in 13 statistical categories. 13. LeBron only leads them in one. That's assist. And last year, the Lakers were 28 and 27 with LeBron, and now they're the first seed. That's because AD is there being amazing and being the defensive enforcer. And I don't get why he's not in that MVP discussion because I think that it should really come down to – he, him, I don't think he. Him get, and Giannis, I, I don't but. think he gets, and I think uh, AD is overlooked because I will agree with you on the uh, AD Defensive Player of the Year. No, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. watching him play, like how he affects the game, it's like, like Giannis could get it, but nah, man. AD is like literally guarding anybody that no, comes no, near that's him. He's what like, I'm oh, saying. what? Lock, lock, locks, like oh, <laughs> getting jumper off? Nope. You thought you was the Lakers. The Lakers are the number four defensive team. Last year, I think they were like in the tens. Yeah, they so. were ten. They were they were ten at one point or eight. They got up to eight last yeah. year or something like that. And but then they ended up ball. Up, basically, <laughs> yeah. but then that was like uh, they ended up in like the twenties. So that's who I got for my uh, most improved, Lonzo, baby. Okay, I like that pick. Ooh, nice. I got, who nice. Who else? Who else? I'm missing. I'm missing uh, defensive player of the year. Yeah, I'm defensive go player of the year. something. I'm gonna go with Giannis, bro, with the rebounds and blocks and everything he does on the perimeter as being that big of a guy. And then six man of the year. I kind of gotta go with one of the two people from um, the Clippers. I think for six man. Oh, Montrez or I'm gonna go with Lou. I'm gonna go with Lou. Louisville, man, you could you could always because they he's got in every year. he's in there every year. So. No, yeah, he's special because you got a few few candidates um, like Montrez, Lou, Dennis Schroeder, Derrick Rose, George Hill. But no, I like Lou. Lou is that, Lou. Yeah, every, you, I, hey, Lou is I crazy. Bro. I can't even be mad at yeah, that. Yeah, I know. One, I can't. Underground goat. Come on now. But uh, who you got? So you got um, who's your coach of the year? Coach of the year. Ooh. 
I'll come give back you, to that one. I, I, no, I'll give you some candidates, and then I'll come back to you. Nick Nurse, of course, with the Raptors, nobody thought they were going to He's the leading the candidate same. also right now. Yeah, I got yeah, a lot of categories. I, thought, yeah. Billy I'm Donovan good. with OKC, uh, Mike Budenholzer with the Bucks. Um, Eric Spoelstra with Miami, and then people were sleeping on Frank Vogel. Like it, people actually Country thought years, Frank, Frank Vogel. Vogel damn people it. actually thought the Lakers were going to be like the people, six seed. Somebody like Frank Vogel is not going to win Coach of the Year because of the player on his team named LeBron James, and also AD. Like yeah. he's they, he got one of those teams that's like, look, bro, give us a coach. Then you got Jay Kidd and Lionel Hollins like right behind you, so it's a whole other ball game. So that, they're not going to give him. I want it, but it's not gonna happen. So that that's crazy. So, um, Himes, who you got for um, your award winners, man? Look, I, I just want to note it outright. Uh, I think that this, not including these eight games, I don't understand why the NBA would do that. I understand <laughs> in the sense that you know the season's been gone for so long, and these players are gonna have to get the rust off to actually start playing again. Yeah, but. I don't know. Something about these eight games not counting just doesn't sit well with me. But it does mean a couple of things outright. It means this whole debate whether Zion Williamson should be rookie of the year or not. That's officially over. Dead, should yes. not be rookie of the year. It is John Morant for rookie of the year. And now Giannis right. has secured his place in two categories to me. He's secure, secured his spot as the MVP and defensive player of the year, actually. I Damn. think he's very well deserved for what he's Wrong. done defensively this year. And it needs to be noted just as his work offensively and what he's done for the Bucks as a one-man wrecking ball, don't get me wrong, he has great surrounding cast, but as a one-man wrecking ball, he deserves to be MVP. So to me, he's both defensive player and MVP. Then in terms of the coach of the year race, it, like we basically touched on it. People are going to say the brain trust headed by Frank Vogel, which I don't think is right, just because, again, like Bruce said, what Michael just noted also, is that they're led by Giannis. I mean, uh, they're led by Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And we have two of those guys. It's almost a suit. But I do think it's worth noting as a dark horse in there, Doc Rivers, because he should get some respect. The man has able to think about it for a second. Hear me out. The man has been able to jumble two <laughs> guys jokes. on load management all season yeah. and been able to keep them as a winning franchise utilizing oh. guys like Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams to their mm. full potential having those guys play at top notch. And that's why Lou Williams or Montrez Harrell is my sixth man of the year as well. But because oh, Lou Williams hey, has hey, been there hey, and done that, hey, I think hey, it's hey, important hey, to note that Montrez Harrell hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Sorry, we messing with you, Hans. I think I think it's important to note that Montrez Harrell has played very well and beyond expectations this year at a time when he's really going into a contract year, so he definitely deserves to have that noted. But in terms of the head coach of the year, I'm going to go with Nick Nurse on this one just because no one expected the Raptors to be this great out the gate. Fact. And that brings me to my final point, and I'll end on this. The most improved player of the year, I'm going actually in a different route. And that is back-to-back first-time most improved player of the year, and that's Pascal Siakam because what he's done for his own game. We can't argue it. He won most improved last year going up to 16.9 points per game. He's now at 23.9 points per game and pretty much up every statistical category other than his three-point shooting percentage. While becoming the face in the franchise of the Raptors and playing in 53 games, all of which that he started. This no. guy is the next face to Toronto, and because of that to me and what he's done, I think it's worth giving him the most improved player of the year again because he outshined himself and added his game to another level. Yeah. No, facts. Hey, what if I told you, Himes, let me see if you know because I had no idea who the hell that was. You know who Taylor Jenkins is? Taylor Jenkins, wasn't he on the Bucks at one point? 
No, he's actually the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies who deserves some credit because no one in this world picked Memphis to make the playoffs. So, who the f- is Taylor Jenkins? Yeah. Who is Taylor Jackson? Taylor Jenkins, man. Look him up. I, I looked Taylor and was Jenkins. like, who the hell is Taylor Jenkins? And I was like, whoa. That, so- that sounds like the standard white dude in one of the fraternities on my campus. <laughs> Guarantee you every picture you get on a baby blue shirt. Hey, that's crazy. So, uh, Mike, uh, let me hear your list of award winners. I started off with oh, Can you hear me? Can, holla at me if you hear me Holla yeah, at me we, if you hear me we, you you, we hear you homie But uh, I got <laughs> But I'm gonna start off with Rookie of the year Unanimous should be John Morant yep. I'm gonna just throw that out there My coach of the year actually is Frank Vogel Just because of the chance that he can utilize The talent that he has around his team But it's like you can manage these Attitudes, these personalities, the spotlight, and all this, and you have the people behind you, yeah. But uh, you got to still make it work. You got to call the plays when it's when it's necessary. Make your players play how you need them to do that thing. Facts. I got most improved. Actually, Bam out of Bayou. Yeah, fact. We his green. I told baby. you. I was like because it bi. I liked it when he was up there. Yeah. When he dropped down to twenty four points, mm-hmm. and it was like when Bam is averaging sixteen, ten, and five. I said, okay, you know what. He does everything for his team, but he turns it up when it's actually clutched on. They actually can give it to him in moments when you need a bucket, when you need a block, you need somebody to pick up the best 100%. player they got. And not to mention the guy has gotten multiple triple-doubles with the team. And that's why I'm loving yeah, about, bro. Facts. He surprised me with that because I was like, I started looking more. I was like, bro, your handle has actually progressed. I was like, your mid-range has got better. I was like, you you actually banging on people. And you block like you're actually blocking people consistently, and I said, okay, you know what? Yeah, I didn't expect him to make that jump, bro. And for Miami to play this well, mm-hmm. it's not like Jimmy Butler's out there averaging thirty points. He's just oh, no, no. playing his regular basketball, which is still very impressive. But it's just Bam has been so special as well. So shout out to to Bam. That's why I picked him. But you got the, you got it, Mike. I got you. And then I have six man of the year, Montrez Harold. But I had to give it to him because 18.6.7 boards and one block in 20 and t- doing this in 28 minutes efficiently. I'm loving it. And he brings energy. <laughs> hey, whenever we talk Clippers, you're going to hear that. So no, just, like, that's I'm in charge of the you boards, have, y'all. You understand that when I pick a Clipper, it has to be for a real reason. No, yeah, outside of Blue Williams, mm-hmm. who used to be a Laker, he's the only person I see who consistently has brought it outside of his own teammate. Yeah. But it's like you're – the person who brings the energy. Lou Williams can bring the bucket, yeah, but you bring energy, defense, and score. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And then uh, who would I have left? Defensive player of the year, AD. He's a positionless defender. I, that's what I'm like. I need y'all to understand Giannis does do good, but he actually sometimes can be a liability. Yeah. So that's why I was like, AD is never a liability. He's usually one of the best defensive players we have yeah. on the floor Him and as a league. The on ball defend, defending with AD that's, is like that's out of positionless. That's why he picks yeah. up whoever you need and he say, "Hey, I got you." And so, so don't look. Don't worry about me. Have my back. I got us. So who you got as coach of the year? Coach of the year. I actually it was funny. Oh, you said Vogel. I said Vogel, but I was like, I wanted, I wanted Nick Nurse for what. He did do with the Toronto Raptors, but I can't yeah. go against the home team. That's not like yeah, I can't yeah, go yeah. against the home team because, especially as you hear it live and live in color, Snoop yeah. said, "I can't, I can't <laughs> go against it." Gotta and we got to get one. So who's your, who's your MVP? MVP, I had LeBron James. Bye, okay. Yeah, I had LeBron James. LeBron. 
But that's it's, it's only because you have to think about a man who's averaging 26 points, eight boards, and leading the list, leading the league with 10.6 assists. You can't tell me this man because AD is scoring more no, points. That's good. He said you can score more, but guess what? I'm more valuable to the team right now. Yeah. And I was like before AD, a triple double. Yeah, man. during the season, AD had that. He was like, okay, we we we're going to depend on LeBron, but AD is going to be a go to whatever we need. LeBron now has the opportunity. I've rested. I'm chilled. I'm, it's time to go. I, man, I would love to give it to LeBron because he's LeBron. And he's a Laker, but I don't man. usually go for LeBron. That's what I'm saying. I'm a guy. I have AD to. AD is playing so special. Move 26, right 8, and 10. <laughs> 0.6. But uh, I'm Bruce, leading the league in assists with 20. With 26 let me hear your. Let me hear your list of um, MVP. So I'm gonna be somewhat improved. quick, but I'm just gonna talk my little shit. Go ahead. Okay. Mike Hill always out here. He swears he's a Laker fan, but he hates so much. Anthony like, Davis, just, my favorite hate, player. Hate, what are you hate, talking about? Hate, 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 hate. He's the biggest hating Laker fan I've ever oh, met. I think he just doesn't want to be disappointed, so he talks down on the team so much. I think that's what it is. But anyway, we have to overstate his expectations. LeBron James is MVP, and that is basically because whoever mentioned LeBron argued all these points. Like he, like his effect on the game when it comes to that team. Like hit, the Lakers supporting cast is not great. Like everybody on their team, basically behind him and AD, are pretty much average. Like their su- their superstar is supposed to be co- their third star is supposed to be Kuz, and he is playing horrible this season. So there's no consistency there. Like he struggled. LeBron James MVP hands down. Defensive Player of the Year AD, of course. There we go. I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you guys. Like I said, he is a better on-ball defender for all positions than I think Giannis is. Clearly, like if you just watch the tape, like the like you can't get by him. Giannis gets taken off the dribble. Giannis right. is getting cooked. Anyway, moving right along. Coach of the Year, I'm gonna go on this. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nick Nurse. Y'all disrespecting Nick Nurse. Because nobody's out here talking about it. Y'all want to give Kawhi uh, all this I'm praise. Sorry. I said I, I give sorry. him credit, but I, I, I have to go with both of them. I told you. My right? head coach of the year. I know you, Alex. I, and I appreciate it. I That's why Billy Donovan. I agree with you when you said yeah, Billy Donovan, I understand, but you're talking about these teams. Don't touch my board. I'll kill you. you lose <laughs> your fingers. I told you. But, um, yes, Alex, you did. Because the fact that people talk the Clippers up so much, y'all riding the Clippers. Oh, Clippers, 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 because Kawhi's there. <laughs> Kawhi yeah. left Toronto, who won a championship, and they are pretty much right now to me the, the second same, favorite. Yeah, second, second favorite, favorite in the East. Yeah, like I agree. seriously, easily. and I think they can easily beat Giannis again. Well, well, the one thing I'll throw in there is that the Celtics now are fully healthy. Oh my god, record wise, no, might- no, by records and standings, I completely agree with you. They're the second place team as of right now. Yeah, okay. I can't wait for the players to start so Alex can be disappointed. It was cool, bro. And then you just you just had to go. Celtics there. are in the top three, maybe four. No, top you gotta four. understand. Top four. They have four Philly coming in the, in the, the That's the four. top fifty players in the NBA right now, and they're all healthy now. Okay, so do we at least have the at all least right. the unanimous four? Lou no. Williams is my sixth man. So Lou Will the sixth man. Who's your? I don't really. I can't. You know what? Here. Because there's no eight games left. Yeah. And how the season was going You know what I'm changing that And I'm gonna go D-Rose Because oh. D-Rose had a lot of buzz this year Based off of just like Oh he should be traded to like a contender Because he's been playing so well And I think he him was almost a Laker if you remember that mm-hmm. I'm fully aware Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fully aware we tried to make that happen But they wanted Man. way too much for him But I also believe like Because of like I said Like just him His up Like what he has went through And gone through him actually be, become being considered this year. I'm gonna go on and pick him. And then my last one, most improved. Thank you, Philip. 
Lonzo Ball, most improved player, <laughs> but I'm a realist. But I'm a realist, and it's Bam. Bam is pretty much the star of like Miami right now, and he doesn't get enough credit for what he's done there because I don't think they're in position to do anything this year without him. Best all around player on this on the squad. Like Miami. he like if we showed can out this year. Our argument from last episode where we said that you know Bam was not one of the top X factors in the postseason. I think it's pretty clear from this discussion that we all think that he actually is. No, no he's okay. he's one of the top. He's one of the top. And y'all thought he I was wasn't, crazy. He wait, wait, wasn't last week, than last week I was crazy. But I still don't think they're gonna be able to do nothing with it. In the postseason, he's not a factor at all. Their team isn't gonna do anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't no, know. his team's not. But he's the best all around player they have. That's the sad part. This is pre-corona. Yeah, but think about it. Because last week we talked about like guys like Middleton, Siakam, um, Jason Tatum, um, Heinz boyfriend, um, Russ, Donovan Mitchell. Like he's not going to be more impactful than those guys. But he's going to have to. He be, had a hell of a season, and I just can't wait to see him play in the playoffs. But I don't think that it's going to lead to much else. But. Yeah, so that's um, only thing I disagree with y'all is the MVP thing. I got, <laughs> I'm jealous. Get out of here, man. What you got? I got. I just got uh, Giannis, Giannis at MVP. I, I just feel that smoking he, that good, good. He doesn't have an AD next to him. Like Chris Middleton is good. He's not Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a legit top. I, you could argue he's a top three player. So if the top three players in the league are Giannis, LeBron, and AD, you wouldn't be mad. Like, how could you? Kobe, Kobe, and O. What year was it? O two, O three. Averaged thirty points a game, six assists, six rebounds. But he didn't get MVP because it was like you got Shaq and Tim Duncan won MVP, and he averaged like twenty one, ten. You know, I know they had a better record, but like, oh, you got Shaq, we can't give it to you. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's the same thing. Like just like with Curry and Durant, you couldn't give either one an MVP. Y'all on the same squad? No, yeah, I I agree somewhat with that, yeah. but I I do know that AD deserves the Defensive Player of the Year. No, he did because that's that's a, a whole different thing. But when, most the valuable. only reason I say like, like you're literally you're you're, you're going AD, like yes, top five player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else on the team, bro. Like when you actually sit there and think about it and have watched a, the games, there are spot up shooters. No, a bunch of used to be good. Who was over here cooking people off the bench? They because they have to add Who? pieces. Name one person other than Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. That's actually putting in work the off goal. the bench. But, like, like if, if you gave Rondo more responsibility. But if you take no, Giannis. Bro. <laughs> Nobody's doing nothing. If you take Giannis off of Milwaukee, they probably win 10 games. If you take LeBron off, they still got AD. They, they was winning without Giannis. They would build. But, you, bro, you ain't going a full season we, winning we a not bunch of really games without much. Giannis. We wasn't winning nothing without Bron. No, they did win a couple games. It's AD has We didn't game. make the playoffs without Brown. Remember this? No, LeBron played 20. He was 28, no, I'm saying, 27 remember, last remember year. Well, that was the, the last saying. Tw- so now those, that we have him, we see what we can do. 27 L's came after the injury and came back. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You got to understand. When he was in playoff mode? Yeah, playoff Brown. That's playoff Brown. So hopefully we don't see that <laughs> Brown. But he was fat. Yeah, oh, he was fat, Brown. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, that Hey, that's our picks, man. So we're going to make sure we chime in once the... Awards are given and see who was right, man. Let's so that's the starting five award picks. I'm pretty sure all the minds are going to be right. So um, y'all should probably give me some hand claps for that. But, Get your hands off my board. Uh, Thank you, sir. Bruce, Bruce is hating Bruce, on me, man. Bruce, player of the year. But speaking of Bruce, <laughs> we're going right to Bruce. It's that time of the week for Bruce's Team, team of, of the week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you know, Bruce. we're not getting on no Jets. We're not even taking a bus. <laughs> we're going to stay right here at home. 
and it's the Lakers. Okay. Of course. Uh, I'm going to go on with the 99-2000 Lakers, RP Mamba. Shout out to the Big Diesel. Who? Yes, we did win the championship. That was uh, the first of the dynasty, the first championship of the dynasty. Yeah. Lakers, such a great team that year. We had uh, Shaq and Kobe leading the way, of course, with um, Shaq the average close to 30, about 29. And you had Kobe at about 22. Shaq was averaging about 14 rebounds, though. But that's pretty much when you look at the roster, man. (laughs) That was the team, bro. (laughs) Man, uh, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Devin George, A.C. Green, Ron Harper, who uh, Phil brought with him, basically. He was like, Cone helped him implement this triangle, especially so he could teach Fisher a little bit. Then you had Big Shot. So we knew that who that was. He was like the third highest player, paid player on the team or fourth. Which is crazy. No, no. Random. Well, Glenn Rice was. Oh, Glenn Rice, yeah. they ended up signing Glenn Rice. Yeah, Glenn was which not. is another shocker right there. Is mm-hmm. like, we had Glenn Rice, who y'all might forget. Glenn Rice was a ball. He was throwing back he, he long the week he, led, he, he, led us, he led us in a three-point percentage as well. Makes sense. You know. Makes sense. Spot-up shooter. Uh, but, but we'll take you off the The numbers. The numbers that year, bro, like it's just there's nothing special. Nothing. Glenn Rice averaged 15. It was like I said, it was Shaq and Kobe with 29 and 22, and then Glenn Rice averaged 15, and then you got nothing after that. Seven from Ron AC Green, yeah. five. Derek Fisher has six points. Forty Virgin, Forty Virgin. <laughs> That's crazy because that team was the top rated defensive team. This is going in, nah, yeah. and that, but that was pretty much where it all came from. Yeah, all of it was defense. You know, Rick Fox was a big part of that as well. Yeah, that's why. That's kind of why they bought him in. Fox. Off Fisher, DB Shaw. Fisher was a great defender early in his career. Not yeah. almost a great, great, but like he yeah, was solid. He, he was there. He no, was, he was a physical defender back yeah. in his day because he was actually he had that he had the actual step to stay with point guards. Yeah, yeah. but he was like, I get up in your chest. That team was sixty seven. John Sally on the team. <laughs> Bro, they uh, when you bro, was, you when you was naming guys, I'm like, bro, they had you had guys from the '80s on their John team. John Sally was bro, on that yes. team, yeah. bro. Byron Scott played yes, on that Byron team, Scott. and Ron Harper and AC Green, like they they literally had six basketball players. Bro, that was it. Like when you look at we it, Hall of Fame, Rice, Kobe, Robert Ory, and Derek Fisher out here, basically trying their best to make things happen. How are we gonna have and all the these Hall of Famers just sitting on the bench? Like they won sixty seven games. It's like sixty seven and fifteen, yeah. and then they just we probably played like eight people. <laughs> if that, and they ended up beating the Indiana Pacers, Reggie Miller and uh, Derek uh, Jalen Rose, you know the Davis brothers, Smiths. One of the most, one of my most memorable basketball plays come from this team because it was the game seven comeback, the Kobe cross on Pippen and Lobby Ooh. Shaq, which was always legendary. Oh, them Blazers, man. We were scared for a little bit, bro. They had us scared. nervous. Man. I was a little kid thinking, like, damn, are they, we really not? As a young man, like, every time I'm watching these, I'm like, man, we about to lose to the Blazers, man. We about to lose to the Kings. Like, what's going on here? Bro, that pick and pop used to hurt me with Mike Bibby and C. Mike Bibby and C. That used C. to what? hurt, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was like, it. he's not going to miss a damn jumper. Just pick it. Go over the screen. Go over the screen. But, hey, shout out to that choice. Great choice. Thank you. So Bruce's team of the, of the week. Yeah, RP yeah, Mamba, yeah. RP the 99 2000 Lakers. Man, huh? Huh? Why you ain't pick the Celtics? Huh? I can't hear you. Did they ever have good teams? Let me turn your mic down. Did they ever have good teams in their history? Moving right along. But no uh, comprende. No comprende. <laughs> we'll talk. Maybe one week we may 
feel uh, Bruce may feel special and hook up Hines, but if the Celtics, if like I lose a bet on the Celtics game or something, I'll let him have it. Oh, that's dope. I'll let See, him pick the team. Himes, that's love right there. Celtics team of the week. Hey, but this course out. Owe me about a thousand wings, all the bets we'd have made. No, yeah, Himes be running away. And <laughs> hey, hey, he worse than all of my homies, all my black homies. Himes, I got you, I got you. I got you, wings. And I'm a thousand wings in, waiting. He done, he done, he done, he done logged him. off. He logged off. <laughs> <laughs> I need my lemon pepper hot, baby. Man, Ooh, that, I need that garlic bun. Hey, that's wild. But hey, hey. course out radio with the starting five man we are here live monday don't forget every monday and thursday 6 30 uh, p.m to 7 30 we are in here doing our thing the best hoop show in the land double with up the starting five man double up july we killing it so uh, let's move on to culture news man so culture news we're just gonna tackle things that's going on and your boy kanye west man his first presidential rally in south carolina it just gave me a great laugh because of the what the girl said after his comment. But he's out there saying stuff like Harriet Tubman actually never freed slaves. She just had them go work for other white people. So this dude Kanye is out of his damn mind. You clearly. smoke crack, don't you, boy? man? <laughs> don't crack you is whack. Our Stephen A. says it best. Put down the weed. weed. But man, what, what do y'all what do y'all feel about this, man? We'll start with you guys, uh, Philip. Man, what you feel about this Kanye presidential rally and run? All I know is that his family says he needs help, and every and then there are people out here still supporting him. So I'm gonna go with those close around him would would know the best thing that's for him, and apparently he needs help. Clearly, so I'm gonna pray for that man. Um, I think. Uh, I think he's doing a, a lot more damage at this point in time than good because he honestly doesn't have a chance to win. Not because people won't vote for him, because he's not even eligible in every in every state. Ding, ding, ding! He's yeah. not even on the ballot. It's too late if he wants to make a real run at it. You know that's fine, but don't come in at the you know eleventh hour trying to. You know, hey, at this point, what he's talking about, I just feel that he's trying to use. Who he is to steal some votes from Biden to give Trump a chance to actually win. But uh, he is, oh, he's reckless right now. And someone who's a fan of his older music to be like, how did he become this? Is very insane. Uh, Kanye, somebody needs to sit his ass down. You can make shoes these days, but when it comes to this political run, bro, let it go. Hines, what's your take on Mr. Kanye West? This, this is just absolutely despicable. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm annoyed by it because he has such. You got to understand. This is Kanye West we're talking about. A man that has a big platform, has big reach, and has a lot of people who look up to him. He has so much power and so much influence over these people that he can actually take votes away from whichever candidate people want to vote for and be more so of a distraction and a deterrent as opposed to a benefit for the future. It's really a shame to see that someone that at one point or another, we all sat down and listened to the college dropout. He's whatever tracks he wanted to claim and fell in love with the music. And to see that the artist behind it is becoming this distorted image or caricature of himself is just so difficult to understand and process. He clearly needs help. He clearly does. And it's sad to see that, one, he's not getting the help that he clearly needs. Two, that he's joining in to a presidential race where 
one, he doesn't have any business being a part of. Two, he does not actually have a chance to face off against the two biggest competitors in the Democratic race and also the Republican race down the road. Because as we mentioned before, his name isn't on the ballots in most of these states to where he could get the poll. So he's only going to be getting X amount of voters from each state and taking them away from which respective party they're voting for. And if we're all being frank and honest, he's taking those votes away from people who would actually vote most likely for the Democratic candidate in Joe Biden, which would move change ahead. It's not Donald Trump. That's the point we need to all remember. Sometimes you don't have to like the person you're voting for. As long as they are not exhibit A, sometimes that's the safest bet. And unfortunately, Kanye West is trying to rewrite history with his quotes. The one about Harriet Tubman, it's just... It's so mind-boggling to think that this guy actually believes the crap that he spews out of his mouth. No, it's terrible. So what's your take on it, Mike? I feel like as a a fan of Kanye's older music, this hurts because, like, bro, you, you've got nothing but just became worse gradually and gradually since your mother since his mother passed. Yeah. We honestly can all say that that affected him, like, heavily. Mm-hmm. And... It affected it like you could you heard it in his music, you saw it in his rants and his actions, and this was by far one of the dumbest things I've heard him say. <laughs> and it was just one of those things that it was it was like you're being disrespectful to someone who actually did something to try to help us. All she wanted to do was help. And I'm like, That's how it. do you not yeah. understand that? That's like it. you you understand he's trying to use this platform just to just like Heim say, he's just trying to make statements. He's just trying to make Blatant statements nah. bring attention to itself, I and just it's think like he got an album dropping in like November. Or but something. I don't think no, no, he does have an album Bro, dropping he, soon. But yeah. I don't think that like this not helping with your sales. People no. don't want to buy your music. They said he had two percent, two percent. You're still not on the ballot. You, no, you're yeah. not, you're not a qualified person or look candidate in any type of way. A president elect should not look like Kanye. No, nah, facts. Now I'm not saying that of that of what he looks like, but I'm saying yeah. like. What, what you present, like, bro, them. you're not presenting any professionalism to this. You're bringing someone who said, bringing, "Oh, I can do this because I have the I have the financial Trump vibes." Yeah, true. He said, so, "I have financial backing to it's, do this." It's now, crazy. You got what's your take on it, Bruce? He's a clown, bro. Like at the end of the day, but Ask I will clown. say, is that Kanye? I would. No, I'm gonna say he exactly. Might, he might like like get out. I'm just saying exactly what Philip said. Like he yeah. need help, mm-hmm. and like as a black man, knowing like he probably going through something and people yeah. act out just as human beings when they like stress and struggle through things. True. Kanye is not financially hurt, but Kanye feels like he always has to get like his word out or his point across, or mm-hmm. like he just wants attention. Sometimes he's always offensive, you know, and like to be like the the husband of some woman who like. Is a glorified clout chaser, basically. Yeah, who like, and no disrespect to her, even like just like I think she's more popular than him. Like, and we know it is is obvious. It's clear that she oh, yeah. is like she has been for a while. But I yeah. think that kind of like hurts his ego. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he like keeps trying to like one up, one up, one up. When like honestly, bro, like your only your only benefit like was you helping her get to where she can get the president to help her pardon people. Yeah. And which That's is it. Dope. Like, yeah. be, be happy with that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to run around, like, doing things like this, trying to sabotage elections. Mm-hmm. And, like, he he may not understand it. He may pull out. He may not vote. But, like, honestly, it's just a type of energy we do not need right now with what's going on and in the world. And how this kind of is. the help he deserves. It just seems like, bro, if you ever watch the movie Get Out, it, it really... 
yeah. Remind you of that to well, he's go. He's programmed by the president and the government right College now. College dropout, yay. Graduation, yay. To this, yay is like something. He lost. Going on. Something's not right because yeah. we know this isn't the person that we grew up loving and like yeah. rooting for. Bro, he's passionate yeah. about music and the things and people that he loves. So and yeah. he's still like so this, good at that. Yeah, like, like honestly, like just continue to touch the people crazy. the way you have, and if you want to get your point across, like but do now, what you do. Even like honestly, I'm not even mad at the Sundays. Like. No, yeah, that's that was hard. beautiful. Yeah, that's bro. Like, dope. Yeah. He was bringing people together. Everybody was having fun. And I know the Rona hurt that, so he can't do nothing right now. But yeah. this ain't it, bro. Nah, not this at is all. not it. Hey, so to keep it whore. to keep it on music, I just want us to pick a winner, which I think it may be unanimous. But this Wednesday, you, uh, you the twenty second, you're gonna get uh, Snoop versus DMX versus West Coast versus New York, which is gonna be legendary. Um, We'll start with you guys, uh, cause Philip, uh, Philip, who you got? Snoop or DMX? Bro, that's not even a good representation of New York music, man. I don't even think that's what. Oh, DMX is hard. What are you though. talking about? DMX isn't Bro, New York music at any that's, time. That's who y'all want to put up against Snoop. Let's be realistic. Jay Z probably have been the one, but DMX, DMX got saying, this. Stuff, we didn't choose it. This life not, chose us. Wait. In my opinion, that's not even a good representation of New York. If you're gonna put them up against Snoop, Snoop is a way better representation of Los Angeles than yeah. DMX is of New York. Of course, they DMX hits, but he can't. He can't. He can't stick with. I think it was more for the advertising dog versus dog. Yeah, yeah. dog versus that's, dog. That just proves my point. It's gonna be Snoop by a landslide. Like, yeah. I don't. I, don't, I mean, music wise, what's your take Old on Brown. it? What's your take on it, Himes? Three songs. Yeah. What's your take on it, Himes? Uh, unless DMX plans to bark through the entire song, I do not expect him to be. Yeah, I need all ad libs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need oh. all the barks. Himes, uh, oh, they fell off. off. So, oh, Mike, who you got, man? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's easy for the guys in the stew because we all, you know, real West Coast. Coast but bitch. How do you think it's gonna be a blowout, Mike? I feel like Mr. X is gonna give it to you. Ain't gonna get it this time. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't gonna, gonna give get it the to one. You. He ain't gonna get the one. I feel like Snoop is gonna win. I feel like Snoop, uh, Snoop, Phil said it perfectly. He's gonna win by a landslide. Yeah, but it's more so because the the catalog that Snoop presents it's a diverse catalog with Facts. multiple hits in different genres of music. So you gotta understand that this man has been doing it longevity and consistently putting out selling music, not just. Oh, I'm about to go get a platinum. No, he's not going to get a platinum every time anymore. But he's going to sell numbers. Yeah. He's going to bring attention. He's going to get the money mm. that you need or bring the revenue to whatever song, hit, single, whatever yeah. you need. Bro, Snoop got so much from his classic album debut <laughs> with Doggy Style to all the other hits he got that Bruce has been doing a great job of playing Most the tracks in the background. It's going to be crazy. But, Himes, I want you to finish your take on um, the Snoop and DMX debate before we move on. Yeah, man. I just I don't see DMX coming out of this one with a dub. Snoop, that's really all I have to go with. Snoop, yep. So, um, it's pretty easy, right, Bruce? You got, you got Snoop as well. It's real simple. Hands down. I mean, like... Hits wise and like how many how long he can go on with like just top charted bangers. Yeah. You got Snoop and like over like so he has so much music over like such a long time. His body of work is crazy. And you picking Snoop over I'm picking Snoop over anybody from yeah, Atlanta. Pretty much. You know, just to be honest. Just but, to like let you know, Philip. Yeah, just to let you know, Phil. 
Snoop over Atlanta, baby. But I will say it's gonna be a fun versus. No, yeah, it's gonna because be because you're gonna have nothing but like gangster West Coast and then like At New high York East Coast and then Ooh. tracks like what's playing right now. Like yeah. these was but like they really won't. This, now these yeah. was this is like him at his hey. peak when it was like game changers were like how it's going down. Do, remember that track? Hey. He could do Rough no Riders wrong. Anthem was yeah, still, Rough Riders Anthem to this day is for a long right. time. Dmx could do no wrong. And he and got like, mad love because you saw yeah. that concert he had. He was performing with the for, in front of Wait, the whole world. Bro, I'm glad you said that. So Aquarius, we saw him live. He got on the speakers, bro. Like. I have a video of this right now. I'm posting that on Core Side tonight. Just you brought that up, bro. Yes, sir. DMX on the speakers. He he came in like 30, 40 deep, bro. Like it was crazy. Bro, he prayed. So two legends gonna be. Yeah, and he prayed for it. He prayed for us. Oh, yeah, he was praying on intro. So two legends is gonna be dope. Hopefully, everybody get to check it out, man. I know for sure it's a Wednesday. I'm gonna check him out. But uh, let's get to that two, four, pick and roll. Mike, you got it. Let's get it, let's get it. So you know what it is, you know what time it is. Two four pick and roll coming to you, Corsair Radio. We in the stool with it. Myself, Michael the PG, and Big Dog Shice DJ Shice right in the building. He don't even know yet. He he's he got a deal on the way. It's coming. Mustard, holla at him. But uh we got Philip Three Brown downtown with the roll. Uh he gonna pick up with me. So what you got? Hey, what's up, man? Let's get this, let's get into this two-fold pick and roll, man. You know I'm usually rolling with you, but let's see what you got today. Got you. And Himes, I want to see your pick because I got one for you too. I threw a little since it's Ray Allen's birthday, we're gonna slide that out there because I got a little Celtic love for you on one of them. Just because. Okay, bet. Just okay, because. Bet. You know, I gotta show love to you. But the first one, I got you feel Michael Red versus Clay Thompson. As a Ooh. player, who would you take? two-way wise consistently through their career so far not just recently but throughout their career so far clay i got clay the two-time champion he's both offense and defense he always takes the uh challenge of guarding the other team's best player uh, i love michael red lefty you know he played on the um usa uh on olympic team so i gotta give him some credit there um, and he was a great score. shooter, but he didn't have the number or the volume that uh, Clay Thompson has. So I'm going with Clay. Mm. It's funny that you say that because uh, the numbers tell me, and the effect that Michael Red had on the Milwaukee Bucks showed me that his best season, 06 07, he had 26.7 points put up when he was an All Star, four boards, four boards, two assists, and one steal. And you got to think about this. Michael Red from 03 to 09 never averaged under 21 points. And in 04 through 07, he had a stretch of 23 points, 25, and 26.7. But imagine what Clay would be doing if he got number one option shots, though. Okay, you got – no, no. If he had number one option shots, he wouldn't be able to create for himself consistently. He needs a player to create for him. That's why I said as a player, I would have to take Michael Red. To be determined. You from New York City. I feel you. Let's be real. That's kind so, uh, of Bruce so and Mike, uh-huh. I got Michael Red. All right. Well, hey, man, I ain't rolling with you on this one, man, for the first time in a long time. Go ahead, pull up. Look, go ahead, Mike Bibby, that thing. Pick and pop. So, uh, we got one more just for the, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jesus Shuttlesworth. I'm going to throw him back in there, especially because we have. A man's birthday coming up. We'll get to that later. 
Shout out. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, y'all. But uh, we have Ray Allen, and we have who was his best assistant on any team with his greatness. Who was the best player that he had as his running mate? Are we talking best player that he had as his running mate, or are you talking not just about the Celtics? Like as, not just Celtics. No, not just not just the Celtics. KG. Yeah, it's not just the Celtics. Yeah, how about that? LeBron I'm, and not Rondo either. No, no, no like if we're talking, are, wait, wait, are we talking best floor general, like point guard that he had with him, or best player overall that he had? Player on, overall, player overall. On yes. For, for Ray oh, Allen, well, you're talking yeah, about Louis Candy. I don't Ray care. Allen, it's going to be LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade. I mean, like Paul Pierce, if we're talking in his prime. But that like, wasn't his running that. mate. We're talking about when he was we're at his best. When he's the leading so, player. So Glenn Robertson, oh, Desmond Mason, oh, or Charlotte oh, Lewis. That's why, like, the Celtics is kind of hard, but I was like, because he has a plethora of options for him. Well, mainly. Lewis, 100%. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. No, so, you gave it away. Philip, Rashard who you, Lewis. Who you got, Philip? I just picked Rashard Lewis, and another uh, thing I saw on Instagram was, like, create your own team. With, oh, that's know, funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Rashard Lewis was raw, man. That man, 6'10, like, stretch four, like, before stretch four was even a thing, man. He was he was underrated, so I'm going with Rashard Lewis. His shot, too. The weight, his, like, shot, his Ooh. shooting form. Odd, he had an odd. Wild. Odd shot. He, like, flung it. It was, like. Nice release. Ugly shot. Nice release. It was so horrible. The set, the wind up was ugly, but the release, I was like, this motherfucker got about to go wet right now. But uh, I had also. That Michael Red pick, too. I, I like that Michael Red pick. If we're talking about health, like long term, yeah. Michael he, Red, a hundred percent. Like if he stays healthy, ooh, bro, he had he averaged. You got to think about this. He averaged nineteen four and two for a career with one steal. Yep. Yep. So no I'm, slack on him, but I'm going with Clay. But I'm saying you still got to think about this, bro. He had a stretch for six straight seasons where he didn't score under twenty one. Clay's not a consistent. He has to have a person with him to do that. That's Michael Red was, was the creator. That's to be determined. I, I feel you. I feel you. But you got to understand that Ray Allen, again, had Rashard Lewis as his best running mate in my in my mind. Rashard, Rashard, Rashard. Michael Red was the goat. Lucky lefty. Oh yeah, Michael Red was the goat. So that's this week two four pick and roll, man. Make sure mm-hmm. y'all. Uh, Look up my guys, uh, Mike and Philip, uh, out there living life, chilling, man. That's our, our shooting guard and power forward. Gonna come to you every Monday, giving buckets all the way. Pick, pick and roll, whether with players or games, and we can't wait till these games start up, man, because they almost here, yes, and it's sir. gonna be crazy. We might have to link up and turn up and get lit, man, because we trying to see uh, these games together. And uh, so July 30th. we can have a watch party at my place. Six- Six foot distance between us. July thirtieth. Projector just, on the screen. Just yep. make sure that um, Philip, you gotta wear two masks, bro. We gotta be safe, man. Uh, just zoom me in, man. <laughs> so you got two masks. Hey, so hey, shout. So my guy Mike, he uh, he said a name that celebrated a birthday today, man. So shout out to Ray Allen, aka Jesus Shuttlesworth. Um, man. So first of all, who's your? What's your favorite Ray Allen? I just want to get it out there real quick. My favorite Ray Allen was Ooh. Milwaukee Ray Allen. Milwaukee, he was young, yes, dunking sure. on cats off the dribble. You know Him and Glenn Robinson and uh, Sam Cassell was a nice little trio. So that was my favorite one to see. And then second, I guess I'll go Seattle. Okay. But Mike, who's your favorite? What was no, your favorite was, Ray Allen? Well, I was about to say because 
I like the Milwaukee pick that you and Bruce are with, but he was the one that he played off the Jesus Shuttlesworth. When he came in like that, when he came into the league doing that, yeah. I said, okay, you you doing, you know, you playing up to the road, but you are this damn good. Yeah, yeah, hell but yeah. I saw when he became a Seattle Supersonic, he was able to take over and claim his I am one of the top players in the league moment. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like I have mine switched in that order. It will be Seattle number one. Especially because his shot was so pure with Seattle is when he led the league three times in the three-point percentage. Yeah. And then won a three-point contest. So I said, okay, Mr. Ray Allen, I love this right now. But he was the reason I, like, I saw the prettiest form, prettiest stroke in the game. No, yeah. And, was, uh, and Seattle, like in Milwaukee, I chose that one because he was, like, a bit more explosive and he had more uh, ball handle responsibility because with Seattle, they had Luke Rittenauer. But Jesus Shuttlesworth, uh, 10-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, all-time three-point leader. And, he, of course, he made one of the biggest shots to uh, help LeBron get to a game seven mm-hmm. to, um, to have the three rings that he have. But... Um, Philip, uh, what was your favorite Ray Allen? Which team? Uh, my favorite Ray Allen team was the one where he played Jesus Shuttlesworth, whatever mm-hmm. house we went. <laughs> Lincoln. Lincoln. Shout out Stephon Marbury, baby. Lincoln High. Lincoln. That's the that's my favorite one, baby. That's, I mean, I love that movie, man. It's definitely top three movie in mind, so I'm going with that one. I mean, it was cold. So, Hans, Sebastian I think I know Taylor. which one you're going to say. You have Sebastian, Sebastian with the Lincoln, Taylor too. too. Uh, Lance Stevenson. Look, but I, I think I know which Ray you're going to say. Look, all right. So, I understand completely the picks about Milwaukee Ray Allen, especially early on in his career. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I would have gone with that. Mm-hmm. Butter this up and make it play. Team. The 2008 Boston Celtics. Number 20. Still one of my favorite squads. Number 20. He was a deadly three-point shooter. The game against the Lakers where he broke the three-point shooting record, they almost gave him room to shoot that shot. And it was beautiful. Like that moment against the Lakers squad, against the Lakers squad with Kobe Bryant, being able to do it against your arch rival in Boston Mm -hmm. on the parquet floor. One on the, the parquet moments. floor, he made a jump uh, shot. It was wild. He made a <laughs> shot, and then he turned around, and everyone in the building was just like, "Hell yes!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love nah, every real, moment of it. Nah, I love Ray Allen's so, game. Bruce and all Ray Allen, jerseys. man. Don't what's your favorite Ray Allen? Allen. Mine's Milwaukee, like I said. Like make their peace. Celtics yeah. fans need to make their peace with Ray Allen and move on. He nah. got the banner. He don't even like y'all. He don't even like y'all. They, they need to move that. on like we are doing. Uh, your, what's your favorite uh, Ray Allen? Bruce? I'm gonna go with Milwaukee, man. Like I said, I know Seattle was like his like coming out party for, for technically, but I don't know that Milwaukee Ray Allen was just like it, he he needed like one piece maybe, but he went to the playoffs. Well, he was a series away from the finals. Yeah. They lost to AI <laughs> yeah. in Game Seven. So, man, people, man, he was so nice. He could play point guard during those times. Yeah. He can go out and score 30 or 40 yeah. on you. He had dunk on your head. Taking it to the hole. Like. Yeah. And he had an older Glenn Robinson. So, imagine if he had maybe a younger Glenn. He and just needed one more dude. Yeah. And, dang, that guy is nice. So, when I think of Ray Allen, I think that he's so underappreciated. Like, people, they only think about, you know, Himes, uh, with his Celtic years, they only or think that about Miami that. Shot. Yeah, or that Miami True. shot. But he was so much more that, especially nowadays, these kids don't go back and see him playing with uh, Milwaukee, playing with Seattle, where he was scoring like almost sixty. I remember a game versus the Phoenix Suns where he was on fire, and 
I think he's very underappreciated. So I just wanted us to chime in on some guys that we feel have been underappreciated, whether today's game or from the past that uh, we talk uh, that we talk about, and we're gonna do it before we uh, get up out of here. Uh, but yeah, so uh, for me, it's uh, two guys I think that are I think are really underappreciated. I'm the PG, of course, and they're PGs, of course. Allen Iverson. I think that definitely nowadays that people don't give him as much praise I, as he right. should. I guess because like I'm like not like I'm not a hooper. Like I'm not like somebody that played professional ball. Or no, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But like from basketball players, AI gets his respect. But from you hear clowns, a lot of of what he brought from to the, the clowns culture. Yeah, that probably on TV you hear never the negative played stigma ball. Yeah. What he brought. You know, like they, uh, you know, like they just don't mention them really. You know, yeah. they're just so happy that Steph Curry how, came out. How people can easily say, "Oh, James Harden's better, Steph Curry." I'm like, it's not like. Do y'all remember what he was He's doing? He's a five a, foot ten, yeah, hundred and thirty games scorer. Like, well, come on, man. Like, He's uh. out of this world. So he's a guy I feel is underappreciated. I think CP3 gets disrespected a lot. I just think that. Because, like you said, a guy like Steph came and all these very athletic point guards that people disrespect his ranking in the history when it comes to point guards. And look what he's even doing today in OKC. And people aren't really talking about it as much. Is because, I don't know, maybe he, like, rub, you know, bump heads with some of the wrong people. But Chris Paul, and then if I were to pick a young player of today, I'd say Brandon Ingram. I just think that... Oh, dude yeah. is slept. Dude is like slept on. Is, is breaking out. But whenever you see these lists of under twenty five guys, he's so low. Where I'm like, dog, this dude is a monster. So, um, and I think that's all because of the injury. That's yeah. all because like he, of how like that transitioned out. Like he'd be on the Lakers right now. They'd be like, oh my god, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, but just the disrespect that he gets. That he was an all star. Then Zion comes back and it just he's still scoring twenty four game and it's like not talked about. It's crazy. So Philip, you got a, a guy or two. That you feel has been uh, underappreciated? Um, yeah, I gotta go with. I gotta go with. Uh, uh, don't, uh, don't say LeBron. No. Well, yeah, him too. Yeah, he been <laughs> disrespecting my boy. I gotta go with Julius Randle, man. Oh, okay. Like he, I think he had a lot of upside, and I think he's need the right. He need the right system, right coach. Or Zion could go. You know the. Super All Star uh, LeBron's way, man. So I think uh, he might be a precursor for Zion as well. So we'll see how that goes. So uh, Haim, you got any uh, maybe one or two guys that you feel Celtics past or present that's underappreciated? If you were to say Paul Pierce, I can understand that because a lot of people yeah, I think disrespect him. Say Paul Pierce, Larry Bird. Well, you well know, who you got? Bill Russell. You know what? No, Paul Pierce. I've already talked enough about. He does get disrespected, but like it's a bit different too, given his generation and the talent that he had around him. Like the true, like big generational talent that he had at his position. Like names like Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James. Like those are big names to like play in the same era of. So he he does get disrespected. But my two players, I'm actually gonna go real back. I'm going to go first off with Pistol Pete. People really forget about Pete Maravich and what he did in the NBA. This guy was an absolute terror for teams, averaging like 31 points at one point, playing on 41 minutes in New Orleans in 76 and 77. And I get like it's due in part because we don't have the footage of it as easily accessible. And it also really was so far back and it wasn't in and front of he our eyes. College. You trying to mute him? He averaged 44 in college. Damn, I feel yeah. you. Yeah. He, he was that he was that big of a generational talent, right? 
And another guy I'm going to throw out there is an old one, and it's Johnny Havlicek with the Celtics. I think he is so underappreciated, especially by Celtics fans in particular, and that was going to be a Celtic dump topic of the three most underappreciated Celtics. Like, he actually was the gap in the link between the previous regime and going with Dave Cowens and those winning teams all the way to the Bird teams. Like, there's not much to be said about a guy who was on two of those teams as a Hall of Famer and was a Celtic legend. Oh, yeah, so I'll rock with you. So, uh, Bruce, you got uh, maybe one or two guys that you feel are most I, underappreciated? Definitely. Lonzo Ball. Oh, here we Show go. my guy some love. <laughs> most cool player. Come on. Then there's this other guard in the league right now. Alex Caruso. Oh, my Show God. Show my guy hey. some love. You know what, Caruso. Third star on the Lakers. Man, Bruce. Breakout party coming. Tune in. Lakers start this week. It's that, going down. That's crazy. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Mike, you got a couple uh, couple guys, one or two guys that you feel are underappreciated oh, yeah. when it comes to when we talk about them. I'll keep it short and sweet. I do. I got two for you. I got... As a, I'll go start with the new one, Jalen Brown. Mm, a lot true. of people sleep on him yes. because of Jason Tatum. I like his because of, I hate he plays for the Celtics. He's it, a you dog. know what, bro? He's he's averaging twenty six and two. Like if you're averaging twenty points, six boards, and two assists, but you are a dog on both offense and defense. Oh, he's a defender, and you're a scorer. Like and he's he's, he's third, his bag he's is the deep. Third best player in terms of the Celtics hierarchy, if you think about it, it's Kemba, then Tatum, or Tatum then Kemba, actually, and then him. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're he's right. He's in the top oh. three regardless. Yeah, oh, you yeah, swap it however you no want. Question. That makes sense. And he's tech. Like, he's a two guard. Yes, he is a yep. two guard. Man, the the second pick that I have is actually a lot of people leave him off their Mount Rushmore for dominance and just being a great all around player. Will Chamberlain. Moses Malone. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. Will Chamberlain. You know I like Will Chamberlain on this. But also I have a random stat to throw out there. I told you I told Mike Hill this earlier, and I think Bruce also. He is his career high in assists, twenty five. Yeah. Chris Paul's career high in assists, twenty five also. You can't tell me this man wasn't an all around player dominating whoever stand, stood in front of him. I don't care what yeah. y'all say. He was 44-inch vertical at 7-1. Nobody was going to stop him any type of error. It doesn't fucking matter. He's mm-hmm. skilled. No, yeah, so underappreciated players, man. So we got to show love to Ray Allen and his I birthday. I agree with that. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, Mike. Wilt Chamberlain really is underappreciated. No, yeah, it's just tough for a lot of people just because we, we don't really have footage of him and couldn't Check see him. Check the stats. And so, they need to count his blocks. So we, That's yeah, the cool part. So it's like that's, <laughs> that, that's what makes it Mr. Bill Russell. Yeah, that's true. And that's what makes it tough for both of those guys as we get up further and further in these years that people are gonna kinda like, man, we can't see tape of them or you can watch everybody else. But hey, it's been a great episode, man. Yeah, we, we, we done gave we didn't gave the people a lot. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. We thank you guys for tuning in live to uh, Courtside Radio here, man. The Good News Sports, the Good News Studio, number two, like my guy Bruce always says. And, man, we thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, tell your friends. If they missed it live, they can check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. And then also you can just tell them, hey, click back on that Good News Radio app. Press recent podcast, TGN Sports, and you're going to see all of the sports shows. But then you're going to see every episode of Courtside Radio. So, hey, we thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, we are back Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Um, the battle's going to be done, snooping DMX. Yep. Uh, it's going to be some scrimmages that already played. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, Courtside Radio starting five. We are out of this thing. Peace. Course on Monday. Course on. Shalom. <laughs>